who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked, episode 409. It's IGN's weekly Xbox show. It's a busy week coming up. Gears 5 is here. We're going to talk about uh, the campaign, specifically Miranda Sanchez getting going on the multiplayer review. I reviewed the campaign, so we'll talk spoiler-free on all that stuff. Plus, Mark and I got to play about six hours worth of Ghost Recon Breakpoint, so we'll break all that down. Big news for Cyberpunk 2077. Telltale Games has uh, risen from the dead inexplicably, plus a new Resident Evil getting a game, getting teased. All that and more coming up on Unlocked 409. What's happening, my friends? Ryan McCaffrey here, Destin Laguerre. Bam! Hey, everybody. To Gears my right. Five. Look at that. Not even I'm letting me get it, get your it. name out of my mouth before <laughs> you're already jumping people, right in. People said the bam was too delayed. Shot out of a cannon. Uh, Mark Medina. Yeah. Gears Hi. Five. It's a video game. It is a video oh, game. On. We're going to talk all about talking it. about it. <laughs> Miranda Sanchez. Great to see you again. Oh, good to be back. I'm yes. just so glad, and I can be back for Gears. I'm just. So excited. Like I'm just beaming over here. It's it's been a while. And I just want to talk about video. Three years. It's been three years yeah. since Gears of War Four. I have this weird uh, feeling we're gonna talk about Gears of War in this episode. Maybe a lot. Yeah. Yeah, review embargoes up. So depending on when you're watching this, uh, the game might not quite be playable yet. It unlocks for Game Pass Ultimate members on the sixth, which usually ends up being is it Thursday midnight? Th- Thursday yeah. night at nine PM Pacific, which is of course midnight on Friday on the East Coast and the further east you go on on over across the Atlantic to Europe. Uh, But yeah, my campaign review is up on IGN. I encourage you to go read it, watch it. That's what keeps these lights literally on (laughs) is you watching and consuming our content. But I will tell you, yes, 8.8 out of 10 is my campaign score. Now, just to clarify, there's been, I think most people are pretty good, pretty clear on it, but um, we just, we can't get the whole thing bottom dollar be totally done with the review because 
there's no one to play with on real live servers yet. And games like uh, Battlefield 4, Master Chief Collection, et cetera, et cetera, have taught us uh, that we can't rely. We've got to play in real world conditions. Thanks, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> That's where it all started. Was it that, th- that far back? I, I think it was Modern Warfare 2. They had a review event and uh, a lot of outlets reviewed based mm. on that multiplayer experience. Then it was a disaster at launch. It was that one was the, a while. That was, was like 10 the, years ago. It was a long time ago, man. But that's what set this precedent. It's like, all right, we need to have a better separation and we're more responsible. <laughs> anyway, yeah. We're, so we're trying to be trying to be more uh, fair to most and first and foremost, the audience. The consumer. Yeah, that's who we, we care most about. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Miranda, you we're dividing and conquering. I mm-hmm. took the campaign. Uh, you are on multiplayer. You've started. What have you gotten a chance to to jump into so far? Escape. Because that's only three people, we can just rally up and go for it. Yeah. So we don't really have to wait for servers to be online in order to do that. Yeah. Is um, anything going on in the online space? Um, I haven't actually even tried to get multiplayer. I just mm-hmm. got the game downloaded and started getting into it. Uh, so I haven't even checked. Yeah. I'm scared. I think I think they are online, mm-hmm. but it's just well, like the super. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense people. to start with a, with escape and horde. For yeah. Now. Yeah. It's like those for sure. I can I can review in their state as they are. Yeah. Um, whereas online multiplayer, as you just said, we definitely want everyone to get in those servers first and then play it as it is for everybody and not just yeah. select a group of individuals. Yeah. I played last night. There was one multiplayer lobby and it was <laughs> pro literally pro players because uh, yeah. I was streaming on the unlock channel and they're like, Hey, uh, you're playing against like top tier <laughs> best in the world. How'd player. that go for you? Oh, I got destroyed. <laughs> I like 22 eliminations though. I'll take it's it. Not nice. bad. It's last so place. It's kind of fun to do that though. Cause then you can see just, that difference in skill. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can see it happening and how people are maneuvering. And yeah, it was great. It's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> just accept you're going to be at the bottom and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I know you just mm-hmm. jumped in. You did the quick first hour of the campaign. You're just getting rolling. Yeah. I downloaded it last night. We've had it. Yeah. We've had it for a couple of days, but it's, it's like already crazy busy here. <laughs> and so gears is uh, like, we all sometimes get like assigned different games and I wasn't on gear, so it was just like, mm. I don't have time for anything else. And so I was like, I looked at Unlock today, and I was like, okay, I got to at least, <laughs> like, pull the trigger once. And so I played it for, like, an hour, literally right before walking yeah. into here. A little show prep. Uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also Gears. <laughs> Ryan was watching me, and I was like, it's definitely Gears of War. <laughs> you got to throw your grenade in the e-hole, though, to close the e-hole. I tried to tell you. <laughs> well, the headphones are so loud. It's like, <laughs> I, I always forget with gears. Cause I, I literally have not played gears since gears of war four. Um, and that like, cause I don't really play the multiplayer too much. And I keep forgetting that. And this is what I was having trouble with when you were watching me is I always forget in gears. When you run out of ammo, you have to then look at your uh, reloading thing until you get good at like being able to do it on your yeah. own. And so it's just like, my guy's just like, and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> Is he Italian now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was just like getting wrecked and then my gun's just like jamming over and over. I'm like, oh, we love well, you, Mark. You but come Mark. on. I, I just, I just, oh, come on. As the video game character said. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned though, not playing since Gears 4. And yeah, I really haven't. What, something that, that Gears 5 does 
that I super appreciate, and and I wish more oh, yeah. major franchise sequels would do this. Gears Five isn't the first game to do this, but I don't see it nearly as often as I would like. As soon as you start the game, and it's also in the menu too, so you can mm-hmm. go look at it anytime you want. There is a previously on Gears yeah. mm-hmm. video. It's, great. it's like a th- two to three minute recap. I of appreciated Gears this Four so much. Yeah, like it was. You, you, walk, you walked up and said, "What are you playing Gears 4? And I was like, "No, just, just watch <laughs> yeah. the, recap. the recap." Okay, back into it. Yeah. Uh, there's also in that extras menu and in, in the main menu um, a recap on all of the Gears franchise. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. story so far or whatever. Yeah, so you can go back. Of, if it's yeah. been a while, you can go and watch that. It's definitely not a substitute for not having played those. Yeah. It's like if you haven't played those games, you probably should. Yeah. Um, Maria. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry did that, and I Good. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Devil or, May Cry gives you this whole recap. I hope, of I hope Halo Infinite does that mm-hmm. uh, because it'll have been five years. But mm-hmm. when Halo Infinite's out, it'll be five years since Halo 5, mm-hmm. whose story was a nonsensical disaster to begin with. <laughs> Well, and uh, how many years since like Halo One? You know what I mean. Uh, so it's maybe. like it will be like ni- nineteen or, years, right? And so it's Ooh. like, yeah, it'd be nice to get a full. <laughs> but, uh, you, but yeah, it's sorry. Gears Five. I, it's uh, it's really great. It it so it doubles down on story. Which the point I made in the intro of my review is, you know, Halo's always gotten and deservedly so. It's gotten the credit as this. story wonderful narrative story driven action series but now like gears i think gears is where it's these meatheads it's gears is is where the the best major blockbuster action stories are being told mm-hmm. on xbox in a in a from a first party perspective right like you know it's five was a letdown on the halo side but just setting even that aside you know, Gears Gears has never missed a beat story-wise. The first one had a good story. Everybody fell in love with the characters. Gears 2 took it, uh, the search for Maria, to to its mm-hmm. conclusion. Gears 3, we know what happened with, with uh, brothers in that one. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Gears 4 was was the you know the force awakens of mm-hmm. of the series with bringing in the new kids and and having the the older guys around to pass the torch and and 5 definitely continues that if i've had some people ask me if you have the opportunity to play gears 4 first which if you have game pass you do have, you that, do opportunity. have that opportunity <laughs> i would strongly encourage that you play gears 4 not only it, do I think it's a great game? I gave it a, yeah. I think nine point two when it released, mm-hmm. but um, story wise, you'll it's it's a much better jumping in point than just trying to jump like into the cold pool that that is Gears Five without any context. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you'll you do okay, but um, yeah, but why would you four do that would be when yeah four is super great. Just mm-hmm. go there, mm-hmm. play it in mm-hmm. order. Yes, and if you're Yourself playing if you're playing Gears on Friday, that means you have Game Pass, so yeah, that's your own Gears Four. <laughs> so, Mark, you said uh, Gears Five is gorgeous, and I have to Ooh. absolutely agree with you. I am constantly blown away mm-hmm. by these set pieces that they keep setting us up with, like where you're rappelling down the waterfall and yeah. it just sort of seamlessly goes right into the gameplay that, right at the beginning. That yeah. first scene felt like a show of force, like. Hello. <laughs> They're yeah. showing We're up, here. Right? We look so yeah. good. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you do. And it sounds great, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Kalisha, we get it. You're really good at <laughs> I keep, I keep uh, yeah. looking at my gun when you're aiming and you're shooting, like, uh, you know, the Lancers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, just just look at what the gun is doing. I feel like it's doing so do much. It looks so too? cool. Yeah. It's like, ugh. 
the the gameplay feels like the gears gameplay that you like all like perfected basically the graphics look great just by the oh. way i'm not on the review i'm not on the review ryan yeah. is on the review but like this is my impression from the first two hours so to give that context and like i cannot wait to hop back in and see where else they're going to take me and what else they can do technically and mm. I'm really excited. Yeah, to play. Uh, Acts three. I think you'll like a lot. Oh, yeah. It's very pretty from a visual perspective. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's what the the thing that you'll notice first. Now I know yes that they they patched it. They patched Gears four when the Xbox One X came out. But if yeah. you if you just played Gears four when it came out, this will be new to you, which is uh, sixty frames per second for the campaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. which feels looks and feels <laughs> really great. Um, I did notice a few, uh, more than a few little, just minor hitches here yeah. and there, like when cutscenes were loading or, or actually playing. Um, and I did see more little, like I saw a lot of little instances of, uh, of debris and like fleshy chunks floating yeah. in the air after like a battle, which I don't remember seeing in gears before, but th- you know, it's nothing, nothing to even bother about. Um, other than, other than to say like, Oh, I've never yeah. Like, yeah, Gears is I've not seen that before, but you know, I want to emphasize like they've done so much <laughs> starting yeah. with the 60 frames where does it's it just still run so at good. 30 on a regular Xbox? Uh I actually need to I still need to check it on a regular one, but I think it's 60 on I think it's 60 on everything. Maybe it's like 720 60 on I need to double ones. check. Yeah. Can I can I ask you a question? Uh sort of a weird technical thing. Are you playing the game as it's installed on a external yeah, I put everything. I, I had an issue with Injustice Two for the same thing. I remember that. So I put it on the internal drive, and it fixed that problem. Hmm. So the, ah. the stuttering issue—if you're going to be playing at home—I highly look. recommend try it out on the internal. Like Ryan and I both have four gig external drives. Four so terabyte. Four gigs, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> huge. It's gonna get you really he recommended four. way back He's at launch. Four terabytes. Four, four terabytes. Four terabytes. <laughs> like, wow, four gigs. Huh? Yeah. Four whole <laughs> gigabytes. Yeah, that'll uh, break your game. Yeah. Uh, no wonder okay, it looks like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's going to be a thing as they're pushing these textures higher and higher for the Xbox One X. Maybe, maybe it's just something we should consider. Yeah, it is definitely. As, so, you're uh, right. It's a good good point to as, keep an eye on. But um, yeah, it yeah. it's it. I really had a great time with it. Um, the the structure of the game. I don't even necessarily want to. I guess I mentioned the review, but the structure of the game changes uh, in the middle act, which is a, it's a really interesting change of pace for Gears. I had it spoiled for me. I kind of know what's going to happen, but I think I, I'm I bummed. Know. Yeah, I, tell us. I don't really know no, what happens. Like, but I think don't I'm tell me. Well, I'm not, yeah, not <laughs> going to say any narrative stuff. Yeah. But but yeah, the it's a design thing, right? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they sort of change the change the expectation a little bit of the yeah. way the game flows in the middle acts, which which works out really well. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I saw some reviewers weren't as enamored with that. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it worked pretty well. Um, as again, cause what I think gears has pretty well always been really good at, certainly since the coalition took it over, <clears throat> I've actually talked to Rod about this mm. is, uh, <coughs> pardon me, geez, gameplay variety. Yeah. I was, we talked I about that at lunch with Rod, mm-hmm. you know, gears four, I thought did a tremendous job of that. Um, you know, varying between character driven stuff and vehicles, vehicle sections on foot sections, the giant robot section yeah, at the like end, implementing like horde <clears throat> gameplay, like kind of getting your testing your feet in the water with that, but yeah. introducing new kinds of mechanics and just it's like you will you will see this maybe once or twice throughout the campaign and then you don't yes. see it again because they're going to bring in something fresh and it just mm-hmm. keeps this everything so exciting. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And Gears Five has its own way of going about that, which I thought they did a really good job on. Um, 
yeah, and and you know, Marcus is still here, and Baird's here, and Cole's here. So you know, it's great to have the old guys still around and still you know cracking wise. And yeah, so, I so I've only played a very little bit of the introduction. This isn't spoilers at all. Um, but I can already tell just how much I love, and I was telling, saying this before the show, uh, Marcus and Kate's relationship and how it feels like mm-hmm. likes Kate more than his own son. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, really cute. The, the way everybody interacts is really, really interesting, and I feel like yeah. everybody gets their own character beats, and just yes. seeing how they all play together has been done in such a, an excellent way, at least in the introductory segments. Yeah. And, like, their relationships with each other feel yeah. very defined, too. Like They feel solidified. Yeah, right? like, obviously... We have Marcus as more of a mentor for Kate specifically, but the way he acts as a father with JD is really like Mm. interesting. And so I think, and just the way they all relate to each other is. Yeah. And that's what I really like about uh, Gears 5 is that it, these are not cardboard cutout characters. Like they, you can, they feel developed and you can, you can sense the, the sort of history and relationships between them mm-hmm. and the, the, the coalition did a really great job with that. I mean, even, uh, you know, Dell who's been, you know, the, the third member of the sort of new, new generation of gears. Dell has a lot to do in this game. And, you know, he is not just like sidekick guy or, you know, he's, he's there and you, you know, you really get a sense for who he is and, and his relationship with, with Kate and with, uh, with JD. And, uh, you know, there's, there is a, I think some people might be shocked at just how much story is in Gears 5. Like, there's a lot of controller downtime, and I mean that in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. we're not like for 20 minutes, like it's not like a Kojima thing, yeah. but you know, where you know, where you set the controller down and you got like you get a good cutscene every pretty frequently of you know, to kind of update you on what's going on with, with the characters and the adventure and where we're going and what we're doing. And, um, yeah, I the thing I I do want to talk to everyone about uh, what about where it ultimately goes mm. once you've all finished it. But I just I can't say anything about it for I don't even want to yeah, hint to anyone. But yeah, I'm very eager for not only everybody at this table to finish it, but everybody in our audience to finish mm. it too. Because I'm sort of curious how people will uh, re- react to the game. But yeah, I was super impressed. Uh, can't wait to play some horde with you, yeah. Miranda and. And then um, we will, you'll, you'll do your multiplayer review, put a score on that for people. So if you're just interested, if you don't care about campaign, you just want to know how the multiplayer is, Miranda's got you covered. Yes. If you only care about the campaign, you don't care about multiplayer, I've got you covered. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I will be sort of unifying those with, uh, there's no math involved. It won't be like an average of the two scores. It'll just be, we'll talk. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll and put a decision. yeah we'll put a final review with a final score on there. But uh, so far, so good. I got a question for Miranda, and one yeah. for you that I don't know if you want to touch on. But uh, did you get to play as Sarah Connor in the T eight hundred? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, excited. Like, they're they're pretty neat. Like I, love, I, I messed around with them yesterday, and it's just yeah. neat seeing them in that environment. I, just, <laughs> I love how goofy they're getting with all this. Yeah. Like, look at all these characters we're bringing in because we can. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Have this fun is the with place it. To do it. Why yeah, not? I love it when when developers have fun with multiplayer. It's like that is your playground, right? Like this has mm-hmm. nothing to do with your like your universe as it is like this is just go have fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they're, have re- fun. they're really embracing that. Yeah. yeah. And then for you, what did you think about the upgrading your drone to like, Oh, thank you. Things? Yeah. That was yeah. the other kind of big gameplay thing I wanted to hit on. And I totally spaced till you kindly reminded me. Yeah. The, you know, the, the game, if you look back, if you go gears one, two, three, four, five, 
the gameplay has evolved pretty steadily over that time. I wouldn't say any one gears was like a major gameplay rewrite or revolution over the others, but just they've built on each other so well over time where uh, now in Gears 5, there are a ton of weapons in this oh, game, yeah. and they're all super fun. One of the new ones is a swar- the Swarm have taken, this isn't a spoiler, the, the Swarm have taken and basically adapted the Lancer as their, to, in their oh. own way, where it, it's got the, um, you know, that, that hard rock stuff the crystal stuff stuff, Mm. and like that's the teeth of a of the lancer and so but the way it it doesn't fire like a lancer if you when you first start firing it it's pretty spread and like it's not accurate but then you hold it down longer and it does and it gets more Mm, accurate but then if you hold it down too long it starts to kind of peter out so there's like this this little mini game weird like sweet spot yeah oh cool so, sorry, Miranda. It's more of an, like an LMG almost, right? Yeah, I guess that's a, yeah. a fair way to put it. So, yeah, just there's there's more new there are new weapons that integrate beautifully with all the old ones. I mean, I'm still I, Gears Four added the Overkill, which is might be my <laughs> favorite so gun of uh, that the Coalition has made in their time with it. I use the the Overkill a ton in Gears Five because that's the one where you know it's it's a it's basically a ultra super shotgun. <laughs> That that uh, you oh, yeah. pull the trigger <laughs> once and it unloads one round and then when you let go of the trigger it fires the other round. So you gotta, oh yeah, you got to kind of you know, you're up against cover and then you you know you got to pop up, let one go, hold it down for the next guy because you've just turned that guy into chunks. Get over to the next one, <laughs> let it go to fire the second shot. And it's so so good. So yeah, the weapons are great, but Jack, yeah, Jack is sort of I would say the the focal point of the gameplay evolution in gears five. Uh, he's really integral to the, Hmm. to the gameplay now, but not in a, in a very complimentary way. So you earn, there are these upgrade components scattered all over the world. You pick them up all over the place, you know, just, just look around corners and look around, you know, just a little off the beaten path and you earn these upgrade components. And Jack has, these skills that unlock over the course of the game. The first one you get is a flash, so he can just flash blind enemies just mm-hmm. to stun them for a couple seconds, give you a chance to get in there. That's the one I unlocked, and I'm like, oh, I really want to ask yeah. Ryan about this mechanic. Yeah, and then uh, there's there are others later, uh, including a, a shock, like it zaps them and holds <laughs> them there. And there's, <laughs> pardon me, there's a stim to heal uh, mm-hmm. your group. So um, I won't tell you all of them, but yeah, that the, the Jack stuff... Uh, is a really int- interesting uh, complement to the game because you know you, not only there are sort of active things that he can do for you, but then also there are things you can tell him to do, mm-hmm. which uh, which spice things up nicely. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's and then you're deciding: do you want to pump like all your points into a few skills and max them out and be have like killer abilities there, or do you want to kind of dabble in a little bit of all of them and have your choice? Because you can select a couple different powers at a time. And uh, yeah, so the, the Jack uh, upgrade stuff is, is an, a really nice system, I think, in Gears 5. Cool. cool. Uh, I have one small piece of feedback. Do it. Please let me skip the tutorial. Oh. That's it. <laughs> well, the tutorial's like really well it's written. It's cute, but, but we like, played I it before. Played Gears 4, 3, 2, 1, Gears <laughs> I Ultimate. Did, I, did, two, I did skip the sure, tutorial. I'm pretty sure you can... I could not. Okay. I had oh, you, to play you, through it. You just... You just uh, you just 
pause the game and you just go to the main menu and then you can just go to campaign and pro tips right from in. Mark Medina. But there, say, no. you can just get out of it. All right. So you just go to main menu, then you go back in. So it starts it, then you get out of it, then you go back. Yeah. Cause I, I noticed right. that too. Cause we'd already played that. And I remember it I being like a yeah. little bit of yeah, a slog. This is my third time playing <laughs> and so, yeah. and so yeah. when it booted up, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. And so, yeah, I just went, went to the main menu and then click campaign and it, I was on the helicopter. Right. Good to know. I will say, if you have not, if you've, if you're, if you lapsed, didn't play the beta, yeah, or if you're lapsed, you should play it. Like yeah, it's sure. also just fun to play because of the the banter between JD and Baird. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's funny. I just didn't want to play it for a third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other interesting note, just on a related note here. Dave Bautista, who has mm -hmm. long publicly mm -hmm. campaigned to play Marcus Phoenix in the Gears of War movie, mm -hmm. is fi finally sort of getting his wish. So <laughs> he's he's so playing much. himself in Gears 5 as a multiplayer character. Uh, he'll be added on September 15th after a WWE event. So uh, Dave tweeting about this, the Rod Ferguson and the Coalition team, everybody was uh, very excited to see this happen. It's cool. The Coalition saying, quote, Dave has long been passionate about joining the Gears franchise, and we're thrilled to be working in partnership with him to bring his signature WWE style to the game. The iconic attitude of WWE's Batista will be incorporated into Gears 5 as a multiplayer skin, allowing both Gears and wrestling fans alike to jump into the action as Batista across all multiplayer modes, including Horde versus and Escape. Do you not unlock it? They tweeted about it. I don't actually know how to unlock it, though. Oh, I'll have to go back and look. Oh, okay. Uh, since it's, you know, I don't know, until later. Still got, yeah. We got a little time. Uh, I, I just love this so much. You can just read from Dave's tweets of how excited he mm -hmm. is yeah. about this. He comes like, off really genuine. Like yeah. a genuine person. He always has. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just very happy for him. Yeah. He's uh, so, like, fitting, you know, just big, uh, <laughs> hulking, you know, like he. Yeah. It totally makes sense. And uh, Rod Ferguson saying, it's been a long time coming, but I couldn't be happier that we're finally making Dave's dream to be in Gears of War a reality in Gears 5. The iconic larger-than-life persona of Batista fits perfectly in the Gears of War universe, and the entire team at the Coalition can't wait to see him take on the Swarm and all other challengers in multiplayer. Dave and the WWE have been a pleasure to work with, and I'm hopeful this is just the beginning of our partnership. So, D Did you see the other actor who did the... the yeah, Rahul. Yeah, rule. Yeah, he did like the cardboard. He did like a, he made a tweet. He's like, yeah, they made me a video too, and he comes up in like a cardboard thing and <laughs> says like, yeah. But he's actually in the game though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So congratulations to Rod Ferguson, friend of the show, and to the coalition. Great job on the campaign. We'll see how multiplayer turns out. We have high hopes, certainly, and then uh, we'll have that final review in the not too distant future. Mark, yeah, it's your time to shine now, my friend. Yay. You ready to be put on the spot? Sure. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I've heard of it. You and I uh, <laughs> attended a six or so hour preview event yep. a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Had a chance to put our coverage together. Uh, I would very much encourage you to watch or and or read my preview, either mm. video or written. Uh, on IGN or YouTube, and then you got some we, gameplay We put some clips PvP up, up yeah. some campaign gameplay. So yeah. I want to talk, because this is a game, Mark, Wildlands... I feel like, and again, this is just my little IGN community bubble. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that this applies to the world, but I feel, geez, <clears throat> sorry, guys, it's uh, getting over this sinus infection. Um, I feel like, you know, Wildlands was was one of the top, I think, three selling games in 2017. Yeah, I remember that. I just feel like in it didn't get talked about a lot mm -hmm. in came and the went. community. No, but not in came and bubble. went. Just yeah. it was clearly played by a ton of people but it wasn't 
it just wasn't sort of part of the conversation. That happened with the uh, Rainbow Six Siege as well, another Ubisoft, which is game, still like going. People very just like I am addicted it. to Rainbow Six Siege right now. <laughs> yeah, you like, yeah. I got back in, totally hooked. Yeah, probably put in. 15 hours. I feel but it's like, like I've heard if, that from five people recently. But it's like well, if you're not. We have the whole series that we're doing. So. <laughs> well, no, no, not here. Like oh, outside really? of IGN. Yeah. Ah, so many of my friends are like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to play Siege. Like, huh. But it's <laughs> like if you're not plugged in, you just think, oh, nobody plays Rainbow Six Siege. And then, and then you go and look and you're like, oh, wow, it's <laughs> bustling. And I say yeah, that and because kind of the same. Uh, we've got coming, coming up in, a, I think, about one month is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. It will yeah, be I out. Think it's, I think it's October 4th. 5th? Okay. Something like that. Beta's. Tomorrow? Beta yep, is right? tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So the beta is getting Through going. Through the weekend. So, you know, I'd certainly encourage you to give it a try if you have access to that beta. But yeah, Mark, we, we played, we started from the beginning. Yeah. We were in four-player co-op the whole time. And then we took a break. We did, a, we did an hour of the Ghost War PvP multiplayer in the middle of that. Yep. So I'm kind of curious. I mean, again, I certainly encourage everybody to check out our coverage because, again, keep these lights on. But <laughs> what did you think of it? Ghost Recon is, it's one of those games where if a big Ghost Recon fan came out and said, whoa, this game is incredible, I would be like, cool. I'm probably <laughs> not going to play it, though. Like, I... Is that because we have so many things to do? No, or? no, totally yeah. not. Because it, it probably more has to do with less about work and more just about there are so many games to play that to me, this one, it just doesn't stand out as much to me as like something I really want to sink a lot of time into. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not super like, so like something like Gears, right? It's like military and stuff like that, but it's like fantasy, right? Yeah. Where Ghost Recon is so military. It's a that, military that, shooter. It always has been. Right. And so that's like, I totally get why that's for other people. But to me, it's just a little too, even Call of Duty. I love Call of Duty. Call of Duty is more arcadey. And yeah, this true. is weird in how it's military. It approaches military mm-hmm. shooter. It's so yeah. fast. Right. This is and, and just very military. Right, and, uh, and it always has been by yeah. design. Like yeah, it, it and, was, and that's totally great. It was yeah. born as Rainbow Six's mm-hmm. outdoor, like, long-range brother versus yeah. mm-hmm. Rainbow Six has always been about the close quarters, mm-hmm. you know, tactical military shooting, and this is about the long-range yeah. tactical military <laughs> shooting. But well, it, and it's just like the... Uh, what I can say about the story so far from what we've played and your previews up. So go watch oh, that. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it very much. I, didn't, <laughs> I, I did not mince words. in the preview. Yeah. I, I think the story based on what we saw, the story is going to be laughably terrible. It's like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> laughably terrible. It's pretty bad. Uh, John Bernthal. I, I loved both seasons of the Punisher. I mm-hmm. thought he was great. Uh, the, yeah, this story is very cliched, very hokey, yep. Yep. super stupid. However, <laughs> dang, super uh, stupid. I just, <laughs> however, what I think, what I think, uh, Breakpoint does super well. In fact, I don't think there's another game that's doing it quite the same way that Breakpoint is, and Wildlands did before mm-hmm. it is. I think Breakpoint's going to be an awesome vehicle for which four friends mm-hmm. hop online together. And just shoot the breeze and have fun doing these open world, free form military mm-hmm. shooter missions where, you know, we might take it, we might all take a helicopter over to one spot yep. and, you know, fight some dudes. Maybe, maybe we decide we're going to pick them all. We're going to like get far away and pick mm-hmm. them all off with sniper rifles one time. And then maybe we're going to take dirt bikes 
and storm yeah. into the, another area, just guns blazing. <laughs> we like, did some stupid stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean when I just jumped out of the, when we decided to parachute out of the helicopter? Yeah, well, because we all got the parachute <laughs> ability and none of us had used it yet. And we're like, hey, let's try this. And you tried to land on a tower. It didn't work. Uh, <laughs> no. What it, happened? Uh, it set off a hornet's nest of enemy activity. Oh, God. It was one of those things where he was parachuting oh, and he was like, oh, he was no. like, it's like it's like normal parachute mechanics where you're like, oh, I need to go a little to the left. And so you just see his character. He pushes to the left and his thing just kind of like goes whoosh. And you just see him start to go around it, but not yeah, on it. I missed it. I missed the target. Aww. But, but then, And then there was another part where we were like, uh, we need to get over to like this area. And for some, our helicopter was dead at that point. And so we're like, let's just go. And we all decided to just find different ways yes. of getting there. That took like 20 minutes just by itself. Cause we're just like, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, Hey McCaffrey, where are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm just over here. Find a behemoth tank. And you're like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> on, was a, a bad I'm on a dirt bike in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like what, what's going Cause you could just kind of just go at. And so like those parts were really fun. Yes. Uh, you know, even infiltrating that base alone. I remember, uh, it, it was just like, like we had some teammates and, and they were like, Guys, the music hasn't quieted down yet. Like, we, there, there's oh, still yeah. people here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, everybody's just like running around looking for this one guy who was just like standing there. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, the music was still going. Yeah. yeah. So, and then it would go into a cutscene and you're like, ah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, and that's, so that's where I think the strength of it is. It's like, it's, it's, it's a fun military shooter sandbox mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, other games aren't doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you could play PUBG, but that's a hundred person. Yeah, That's last man like, standing yeah. battle royale. It can be so stressful too. Like it's right. not you're going around having fun. Right, and yeah. so this is yeah. you know again f- four people, and I, I definitely it, it's clearly better with with yep. friends. Like well, than it, playing, it so. does that like Metal Gear thing where it's like, uh, you could turn on guided mode and it tells you this is where you need to yeah, go. Yeah, don't do that. Or you can talk to the guy and then it'll show you like, and it'll be like you'll you you might need to go question the townsfolk and, yes. and you may need to do this. And so then you'll go and you'll talk to some people and they'll be like, uh, I think like Northwest of wherever there was a whatever. And so then, so then it, no markers pop up. It'll be like now here. And it's like separated by regions. So then like there was one part where we were like, we have no idea where to go. We're looking for this underground bunker. And so then we split up and ended up mm. finding it like way yeah. faster. And I thought way. that sort of light detective mm. stuff was really cool. Mm. Actually. I liked that. It didn't just give you the breadcrumb trail. Yeah, because then I turned on guided mode at one point, and sure enough, it was just like, we go need there. to go to the bunker, and it was like, marker. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. got it. So, <laughs> yeah, play with guided mode off. Mm-hmm. Play with friends. I, Don't I, expect uh, an Oscar caliber <laughs> story. <laughs> I played at D 3 with Duggan, actually, yeah. and the devs, and what you guys are describing is exactly why I'm actually excited for this game. Yeah. Because if you go in with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and just fail in a fun way yeah. <laughs> on every mission. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good time. I think, uh, don't forget that everything is way more fun with friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That but funny. if you're saying the story is a bit of a stinker, then I mean, probably based on what I've seen. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it redeems itself. Yeah, I don't know. Knows? Maybe there's some cool probably twist. Probably could just be a, a rough <laughs> section. You know? Yeah. A rough beginning <laughs> could yeah. happen, but the first five hours are a little rocky, <laughs> but uh, it gets much yeah. better. But yeah. I've heard people say stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah. I've, I've yeah. heard that a lot. Just get through six hours of game. Oh, you mean like, like, yeah. like Final season. Fantasy 13? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, just wait 60 hours. The game opens up. Oh, cool. But, anyway, uh, but then the multiplayer was cool. Yes, 
Yes, uh, thank that, you. It, it was, it was, I mean, it was what it was. It was, well, you know, uh, it disarm arm this bomb and then you can disarm it or just kill the other people. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's more traditional ghost recon, yeah, which yes, I've literally played every ghost recon mm. that made me happy. Yeah, <laughs> no, it have, was, it was fun. And like, I, I think there was only like three maps available, but I don't in remember. Our build, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, at the, at the time that we played it, I don't remember ever playing on the same map twice. Because then all of a sudden it would be like here this map, but now it's dark and rain. Yeah, there was a night. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The the R and D center at night yep. was totally different. And then, and then it was like use uh, yeah, night vision. And yes. Stuff like that. And yeah, it was, it was that part was fun. Yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, just going to- all sniper rifle. Yeah, you were you yeah, were you, and you I were was in just, the back the whole time. Yep. Just just calling out stuff and mm-hmm. picking dudes off and. Yeah. It yeah. So if you watch the really gameplay, good. I cut it together from both of our perspectives. Nice. So it's like it cool. starts. It made me look good. Yeah, <laughs> anytime one of us looked bad, I switched to the other one. Uh, but yeah, it's it'll, it'll you know. So you'll see me like I'll be like I'm arming the bomb at one point, and then it switches to Ryan, and Ryan's like watching out because Mark's like dying. Because I was yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But There's it was, our. It was it was cool. Uh, I would say try to get into the beta because uh, the beta looks like it's pretty meaty. Yeah. It looks like everything we got to play. Yeah, probably. Uh, but there's like there's some story stuff. There's ground war. Uh, definitely get in and, and try to see if uh, you like it. So there's our book report on Ghost Recon Breakpoint uh, on its way soon. We'll have we've already got our coverage up and then the review will come early next month right around release. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, we are running out of time already here. So okay. let's talk about CD Projekt Red, shall we? Yeah. Last week, we were talking. There, there was the the report that well, maybe they're looking at multiplayer. Mm-hmm. We're saying, well, that if they do, probably won't be anytime soon. They are, and it probably won't be anytime <laughs> soon. So, get this: they say, uh, as we're getting closer to launching single player Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in April twenty twenty, we'd like to confirm that multiplayer's in the works. The plan for now is to deliver Cyberpunk 2077 in April, then follow up with DLCs, free, and single-player content, and once we're done, invite you for some multiplayer action. This is great. Red Dead did this. GTA did this. Uh, GTA had a little bit of a rocky start uh, with their online component, but now it's like has this huge community. Oh, and that's yeah, an understatement. I'd say, I'd say oh, yeah. Red Dead had yeah. some troubles, too, but now it's already- at the beginning. Red, <sighs> yeah. It's because they launched it a beta, and there just like wasn't anything well, to do. We yeah. were there on the ground yeah, floor, but right. I think it's a lot better. But what yeah. those is- I'm what, stuck. What, yeah, what do you guys think? What would you want to see with this? You know, we've gotten to see Cyberpunk behind closed doors yeah. and the couple yeah. of public- bits they've shown too so you know what, what would you want out of a multiplayer from this game i'd imagine they're going to start somewhere light like they're going to section off parts of the city for team deathmatch for example and maybe they give you some sort of benefit within the campaign i think that's where they'll start and then they'll build it out sort of the way that they did with gta online the way that they did with it's it seems kind of the game itself seems kind of dungy mm-hmm. like kind of like dungy that's a made-up word <laughs> <laughs> um, where it's like you know you're out on the open streets and then it's like all right now let's go infiltrate this one warehouse yeah and so i can picture these like because gta 5 does a lot of that where it's yeah, like let's go hijack a train and so it's like now let's go infiltrate this there's there's some bad missions. there's some bad yeah exactly there's so, some bad stuff going on in here i'm really curious to see if they would actually want to do more of that open world kind of multiplayer where you do exist in a place with other people or mm-hmm. if they're going to do more lobby based multiplayer thing instant stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it, it's 
it's hard to say where they would want to go with that because I think their opportunity is there for both and they yeah. can probably do both at the same simultaneously, but one obviously is like, I think a little bit heavier mm-hmm. maybe than the other. Yeah. With, uh, with, with uh, GTA Heist, when that came out, they actually, like, everybody got the same cutscene, but you would vote on your response, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then, like, whoever won out, you know, that's what you would go with. That's how Red Dead was, too. Yeah. You, so, they would each vote on what they wanted to say. Well, what's, yeah. what's interesting to me here is uh, when, I, when I wrote this up when, for the notes, <clears throat> pardon me again, uh, my, my brain automatically goes to, oh, multiplayer, so, you know, deathmatch, yeah. adversarial stuff. But yeah. just hearing you guys talk is making me think, wait, Maybe they'll do like four player, mm-hmm. smaller scale, like PVE stuff. Well, and the Ooh. the builds are so like, they seem like they're going to be so diverse that it's like somebody's going to be able to do, you know, be a shooting expert and someone else is going to be a gadget expert. And mm-hmm. it sounds like cyberpunk's the last game you'll so ever need. That's what I would kind of worry about <laughs> with, um, say something like deathmatch. Like how do you balance that? Yeah. How do you make sure everyone has that? Are you setting aside different characters for you to play as like with yeah. a hero shooter in a way? Or mm-hmm. are you... But he will go in with their builds, which you probably you can't do. Yeah, to keep for balance. So like, there's all these things to consider, and I'm sure that's mm-hmm. you know what they're hiring for right now. They're yeah. literally recruiting <laughs> for this. So. Yes. Yeah. They've nope. got a lot of time to figure it out. GTA, like they standardize, like yeah. everybody's. Standard Nobody has a gun, and they're just on the map, and yeah, you, just don't you have pick to like them pick up yeah, your weapons, yeah, yeah. and so, then maybe the ability thing though is really interesting because that's a huge part of how you play mm-hmm. with stealth net runner or whatever. Maybe they have like pre-made loadouts. Yeah. That's good point that's though. Thinking, potentially. So yeah. We'll interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, but I think your, your guys's rockstar comparison is apt because mm-hmm. uh, CD project red is in such a unique position in the industry where they are a, they are along with Bungie probably the, and, and I guess gearbox would put, have to put them in there too. It's like sort of the biggest, most um, resource-rich indie developers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no mm-hmm. publisher tells <laughs> CD Projekt Red what to do, and you know they're, they see they so they you know they they've got two franchises now in The Witcher and Cyberpunk, and they're they're doing some multiplayer. They're gonna they're gonna go down that road with Cyberpunk, where yeah maybe they are gonna try and build out a kind of Cyberpunk mm-hmm. online thing where they can monetize it for years and years the same way. I'm like GTA online has been making rockstar just wheelbarrows full of cash mm-hmm. every day. The, the most profitable piece of entertainment six ever. years, <laughs> six years. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. red dead's doing the same mm-hmm. of course. And the, the games themselves continue to sell. And, and I'm sure CD project red sees that as a, as a model for, you know, they're no, they're not nearly as big. They don't have as many resources, certainly as rockstar does. Almost, almost no one can claim that, but you know that that would seem to be a uh, somebody that they would be looking to to be like, hey, what? Maybe we should take some notes here. Yeah. Next this week, Resident Evil. Uh, I will say Resident Evil Two, the remake. It along with Gears Five. Now, I think Resident Evil Two is my favorite game so far this year. Wow, wow. it's really enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, and Capcom getting set to announce something new. There was they're going to be announcing it at the Tokyo Game Show. I'll be there. And oh, oh, oh. excellent. Yeah. And they teased its Project Resistance, and they highlighted the R E in Resistance to, you know, just a, a subtle little hint. Yeah. As to what this is. <laughs> Minor, you know. Now there was uh, some some eagle-eyed community members managed to catch uh, a th- trailer leak or thumbnail leak that showed off some of the characters and. 
it, it seems to be uh, showing off a group of four people in civilian clothing, oh. which may point to a, a four-player co-op game, possibly in the Resident Evil Outbreak mold. So oh. um, what you, say you? You wrote a different game on here, which is what I hoped more. Resident Evil 4. That's what we want to see, like in Resident Evil 2 style, but uh, I, don't, I don't like the idea of Outbreak. Left, left for Dead kind of, yeah. 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 Nah. No. I really, really like I really like Resident Evil Seven, uh, probably more than most. Uh, and I really, really like Resident Evil Two. And so I'm more back on the Capcom's just been killing it. I'm more back mm-hmm. on the camp of either A another remake. Uh, a lot of people want three, a lot of people want four. I personally want Code Veronica. <laughs> uh, it's my <laughs> favorite Dreamcast. Resident Evil. Uh, well, I play on PS2. Uh, Code Veronica X on PS2. Um, or Resident Evil Eight is what I would rather see than than Left 4 Dead in the Resident Evil universe. Miranda? I don't like to be scared. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I played PTM, still having nightmares. Oh, boy. And Blair Witch. You did great. You swore a few times. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I also watched Hereditary the same day as I play, played PT. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> so I'm gonna go home, Is it scary? Hereditary? Yeah. I've never seen it. It's very spooky. Anyway. But, you're anyway. but if this was a four-player, like, Let's go shoot them up together. I can do that. Yeah. Um, give me Resident 4 Dead. I'll take it. <laughs> that's right. fine. If uh, I, I think the Outbreak brand, because that's like a series, right? Yeah. I think it sort of has a negative connotation with it, so they would have to do something drastically different to sort of break that mentality that a lot of people have. There are people out there that, of course, love it. Sure. Um, but I think they would have to uh, change the formula. To, to get me invested personally. So we'll see. TGS is late September, Miranda? It's next week. What? Wow. Yep. Wait. See ya. It's, it's early this year, isn't it? Done. I know. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Is it early this year? No. It's no? always like mid-September-ish. Okay. Is this seriously yeah. next week? It's seriously next week. I'm leaving for Japan on Tuesday. Oh, so we won't have you on the show next week. Oh, that's a bummer. Start bump. it. I really thought no. Yeah. You record early. Maybe. We'll see. We can Skype you in. I fixed it. From the plane? That's true. From the plane. <laughs> just, no, I'll be like, hello, I'm on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> just sure. mean, that'll be a great just means more listening. Death Stranding right. stuff already next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, Quite gosh. possibly. <laughs> oh, Mark. Welcome to fall, ends. y'all. Uh, all right. Final story this week because we do need to move on. Telltale Games is back. Is it, though? Sort, sort of. of. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big old asterisk on there. Yeah. LCG Entertainment. A new company has acquired the the corpse. Yeah, it's it's like in Batman versus Superman, where Lex Luthor takes Jarrell's body, and it's just like that. It's exactly like that, <laughs> and uh, puts some blood in the water and the thing, and turn mm-hmm. makes Dark Side. Dang, that's what happened. That's brutal. <laughs> Telltale Games that's would be exactly, rough. <laughs> exactly what happened. So by acquiring it, they get access to the IPs that Telltale had, right? No. Oh, some like of them. Batman. They get the ones that Telltale owned, right? Oh, okay. well, that, or just it was because you know they licensed everything. Mm-hmm. Telltale. Yeah, they, they did. They didn't make anything original. They did right. Like what was it? Uh, puzzle. Hang something. on, I have it. Yes, it is. Uh, a weird thing. Puzzle agent. Puzzle okay. agent. Yeah, everyone's well, favorite Telltale game. Well, at least those employees are back full time. No, no. no. Care. This is <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, okay. I'm like okay. <laughs> we're just we're just <laughs> nailing oh. this in. Uh, yeah, the the crappy thing. It's like 
Oh yeah, there are some of the original workers are being offered full time freelance, freelance, oh. freelance with the potential for full time. It's like yeah. yeah, this was originally reported by Polygon, and uh, so a tip of the hat there. The new Telltale Games is being run by Jamie Oddley and Brian Waddle. Oddley was the founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control which worked with such licensed properties as Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers, while Waddle had previously ran sales and marketing for the Havoc, not Havoc Rose, game engine. <laughs> uh, Oddly confirmed that, yes, yeah, as he said, some workers are being offered freelance roles. With, but yeah, so, this, so th- th- to answer your obvious setup question, Destin, thank <laughs> you very much for that. Doing good, good podcast work over there. <laughs> uh, they do... Still have rights to Batman, okay, from WB. So okay. that's really about the only place they could start right now. But they would need employees for that. I thought there was something well, maybe Borderlands. Oh no, no, they no. like they don't have a rights to make another. No, for the, I don't think. I couldn't I can't remember? I feel like there was something besides Batman that they also had the rights wolf? to as well. Wolf? Oh, uh, maybe Wolf. Was it Wolf Among Us? Hold on, I think. It says something in addition yeah, to the, the wolf back Among the us. back catalog rights to Wolf. So oh. they could they could put Wolf Among Us on season PS4. 1 <laughs> out again. Got well, it. it's it's all delisted. It's all gone. Right, right, right. So right. they could put that up and I'm sure they will because money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a this is a really bizarre story because as uh, you guys pointed out, the Hundred, hundreds of employees mm-hmm. of Telltale Games, which was located in the North Bay here across the Golden Gate Bridge uh, in uh, Marin slash Nevada. Mm-hmm. They were completely screwed yeah. by, they did not get severance. They did not, in fact, there is a class action lawsuit pending right now. As there should be. As there should be th- with the uh, California them. labor laws. Yeah, mm-hmm. over, the, over the way that that went down. California, and this, and basically, this, if you're terminated, you're Vacation pay has to be paid out. Like everything should still be honored. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you are supposed to pay as a business. Like well, if, if you're laid off, I don't know if you're, if you're ter- terminated, laid off. But they they weren't terminated. They were laid off. The studio was closed. They, they were all laid owed off. Yes. Yeah. right because so, they were yeah. laid off. That matter is pending. So those people have had zero restitution mm-hmm. thus far. <laughs> At the same point, and this has nothing to do with them. This exactly. The, this this new company. You know, before you sort of get out the pitchforks and torches. This is, they didn't do that. Yeah, you know, right. they, the, the, those, these people did, are not responsible for the gross mismanagement and, and failure uh, of Telltale Games. So it's sort of a bizarre place to, to try and, you know, you're not, I don't think you can really be on anyone's side other than to hope that in the lawsuit, oh. the original employees yeah. get restitution. Mm-hmm. And maybe this new company can, uh, bring back at least some of these, some of the original crew full time that have, and maybe you know if they're haven't found another opportunity yet. Part of this is this new place is going to be headquartered down in Malibu in Southern California, and as I just said, Telltale was here, so yeah. you know that's it, it's not it can be hard, right? It's not just as easy as anybody that's still unemployed from going, Telltale going back to the old office. You go, yeah. Exactly, that's not mm. not going to be the case at all. So a freelance job, eight hundred miles away, eh? yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So it's a it's a very very strange situation. And even if they did start to staff up and get something back, at, you know, try to spin up game production, it'll it will probably be all new talent, which isn't inherently a bad thing. There's yeah. nothing that, you know. New talent can be can be good. We've seen that with a million games and a million other studios. But uh, 
what are you going to do about the technology? Because mm-hmm. are you really going to just start making games on the old Telltale engine again? Right. Kick the, the hamster. Notoriously like a, bad. There's a lot of questions here. It's like, obviously, I mean, Telltale closed. Ma- mismanagement, of course, but mm-hmm. other things too. So it's like, how are they going to address those issues that happened? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Ryan brings up a good point. It's That's not, a question. yeah, it's not this company's fault that that bad stuff happened, but yeah. that bad stuff is still lingering. Yes. It's it like just, the telltale story just makes me sad. Yeah. It's just you know? hard to hear that too. It's yeah. like, Oh, well we're bringing this back and this is the stuff that you're creating or working on. Now we're going to put other people on it mm-hmm. and you lost out on everything. It just, yeah. it feels bad. Yeah. It's if you want to get caught up, go watch Danny O'Dwyer's no clip uh thing, what uh, the documentary. Yes. It's mm-hmm. super good. Yeah, and it's very thorough. Yeah. He's fantastic. I love what Danny does. Uh all right, we are actually over time a little bit. So I'm going to skip the loot box. We'll save that for next week. But while I've got everybody here with Miranda heading out next week, I do want to do trivia. So let's do that right now. I'm hoping that this is a layup because I actually think we've done this question before. <laughs> oh, it's, well, I, I think it's been it. a while because I, well, I know I've I'll seen this come again. through. <laughs> um, so this this is testing your Gears knowledge in celebration of Gears 5's release. I'm seeing a oh, lot boy. of like a lot of a lot of unhappy faces already uh, around the table. These, these small details, it's like if you know this. You're just so incredible, and I admire the heck out of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a Gears One bit of Ooh. knowledge specifically. They probably revisit it in three, it, right? Possibly, yeah. but um, yeah. If you here we go. Anyway, Edgar from El Paso, Texas. Woo, El Paso, Edgar. I, I think you're you're well on your way to stumping everyone here. This I, I I will say I did remember this only because I think I've seen the question come through <laughs> enough times where I, I do remember this one. But uh, so the Coltrane. Cole in Gears, Uh, he, before E-Day happened uh, in his previous life, he was a professional thrash ball player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically the football. He was good. Yeah, he was super good. What what uniform number did he wear? I don't know. Was it 88, 83, 33, or 13? I'm going with 83. Okay. I don't know the answer. All right. I'm sorry, everyone. Mark? I think this is also in Gears 3 because he, yeah, he has that whole flashback, flashback yeah. sequence and, and yeah. he's in his uniform. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help me at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. You get the scores um, here while you guys. If the question was, where was the flashback sequence for Coltrane, then <laughs> we would have nailed it. You would have crushed it. Uh, which one did you pick? 83. Okay, I'm just going to pick one that nobody else picks, so go okay. for it, Destin. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> he called you first. Well, you have two, three other answers. Yeah. I'm going to go with 13. Okay. All right, I'll go 88, number one. Okay. Because it seems like a nice if round. If it's 33, we're... I like symmetry. I Please like be symmetry. 33. Uh, Miranda, that is correct. Yes, oh, yes it, nice. was, it was indeed 83. Miranda, six points Yay. for the year. Destin at nine, so we got to narrow the gap we're a little bit up. here. <laughs> Tighten the race a little bit. Mark nice. is two. You got to come back next Whatever. week with Brenda here. You got a shot to Brenda's on the comeback. Get train. back in in the in the, th- the race. So uh, excellent job, Edgar from El Paso, Texas. If you would, uh, if anybody else out there would like to send in a trivia question from the world of Xbox, try to stump this panel. Please do so by sending your question along with four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email. Send all that to unlocked at ign.com. Let's get the heck out of here uh, before I get right, yelled bye. at by our producers again. 
uh, like I did last week for going <laughs> way over our assigned time. Yes. I did. But hey, the rules are the rules. Got to respect the rules. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Please check out my Gears 5 campaign review. And I wrote a fun little uh, opinion piece, little op-ed about uh, buying my daughter the doing the $200 oh, lightsaber. custom lightsaber at Disneyland and about how... Uh, they don't let you play with it. <laughs> you spend all that money, and you're in you're in Star Wars, and you get so just a fun little piece. I would I would love it if you would go check that out. Destin, yeah, want to plug anything? No, nah, I'm working on a bunch of embargoed stuff. So just hit me up on Twitter at Destin Legary. Watch my streams; they're fun. Twitch.tv/slash/Destin Channel, and I stream to unlock because it's gears. Yes. I try. I, I'll stream to unlock very occasionally when it's thematically appropriate. So sounds yeah. good, Mark. Uh, yeah, Twitter at Mark underscore Medina. Uh, I'll plug two things. Neither of them are Xbox things. One is uh, I, bur- I wrote a very, very extensive piece for Death Stranding. Every character confirmed and bits of info we know about them. Just uh, what Xbox fans want to watch. Yep. Uh, it's 10 minutes. <laughs> the video is 10 minutes long, and uh, we're going to learn more next week. So it's we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and then uh, is uh, people probably know we post a lot of speed runs on the site, and I speed run some stuff, and I'm going to post – one of my first uh, speedrunning things on Saturday. So Sweet. check it out Saturday oh, morning. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's cool. Love it. Miranda, take us home. Yeah, so you can follow me at Havoc Rosen's Havoc at the K on Instagram and Twitter. Um, please check out my review of Gears 5 multiplayer. Whenever that goes up, I'm going to try to turn it on as fast as I can, but within, you know, giving me enough time to play multiplayer. I like yeah, to like, have a lot up. of time yeah. with it. Yeah, because I kind of want to try to find for balance and more stuff yeah. too. Uh, and, and like horror takes forever. So, you know, <laughs> you gotta do all 50 waves. Yeah. It's going to be a good challenge. <laughs> we'll see what we get. Um, so yeah, please check that out. Uh, next week, obviously I'm going to TGS. So please stay tuned for my write-ups from whatever I find there. We will see. And yeah, I think I might start streaming t- too on Twitch. Have it grows. Do it. It's the same everywhere. Excellent. We'll see if that happens. I don't know. I got a skeleton. I'm very excited to show her off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Well, thank you, everybody, and we will see you back here next week. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, the podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. I bring you two episodes a week. Every Monday, I cover something from a wide variety of topics, covering everything from feminist faves throughout history like Audre Lorde, listener coming out stories, and other hot-button topics like toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement, as well as plenty feminist history, the good and the controversial. And then every Friday, I bring you a mini What's in the News episode to keep you up to date with everything that's going on today in the world. And with over 580 episodes available to you right now, there's plenty of good stuff to listen to. You can listen to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rage on. Bye.